I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon, boys. With me, David Baddiel. And me, Tim Hinks. And our special guest today, sudden surprise special guest, yeah. I wasn't expecting him, Harry Enfield. Hello. How Sorry. are you, Harry? I'm all right, thank you. I just came to drop off my moped at this house. And oh, really? Is it garage? We're house. really pleased you're here. <laughs> Didn't know that they did well, work. Well, I don't have to pay for parking here. Oh, see. that's good, I see. Do you have Weird. to pay for parking with a moped normally? Uh, yes. Do you? Yes, That's, what, that's the whole point 50. of having. Well, How much? £1.50? £1.50 in Westminster. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's get on with the interview. OK. No, that's it. That's what we want to talk about. not an interview, Harry. It's a, oh, sorry, a chat. It's a chat. We haven't brought you in to talk about your fucking career or anything. We've, okay, here, we've come here. You've yes. come here to talk about, hopefully, David Bowie or anything to do with music. That's really what this is about. Yes. And I heard uh, from Tim Hinks over there that you told Peter Fincham, whose house this is, mm. that you have some David Bowie stories. Well, So yeah. you've got in on that basis. If you haven't, you can fuck off now. I do, yeah. What are they? <laughs> are you a fan of David Bowie? Yes, I've always been a fan of David Bowie. Okay. Um, yes, no... Uh, it's a slightly boasty story. I oh, think. oh, great! No, we've had loads of those. My children are, think I'm the least cool person in the world. And about two years ago, there was a Telegraph interview with Tony Visconti. Yeah, and he, in the, he basically said, you know, when we were doing low and things like that, it was drugs and bonkers, and we were up all night, you know. Yeah. But now, when we're doing this album, which is the last album. Uh, you know, David arrives at the studio at 10 o'clock and then we stop for lunch uh, for a sandwich and a bit of Harry and Paul. Right. And then we work in the afternoon. <laughs> and then the Telegraph wow. interviewer, yeah. quite rightly, went, yes, he really does mean Harry Enfield and Paul. And it was like, wow, I no, can't wait brilliant. to tell my children. That's incredible. That who was suitably unimpressed, obviously. No, no, that is very impressive. Well, you? yeah, I thought it was. And then I met Tony Visconti recently because he's doing an album yeah. with... The Good, The Bad and The Queen, Okay, who did an album 10 years ago, yeah. very good album, classic album, and they're doing another one. Paul Simonon, who's in that, got Tony to do it, and I met him and he confirmed it all. It was to definitely, yeah, they would stop and watch a bit of Harry and yeah, Paul. Yeah, they watch a bit. He said uh, he had to bring back, because David didn't come to England, but David made him bring back DVDs of... Harry and Paul. Yeah, yeah. He and was a then, big comedy fan. Yeah. David Bowie, definitely. He, he kept... But what I thought was really sweet was he said, and David, you know, at first when we started watching, because <laughs> there's lots of Americans sitting around, and they didn't kind of get it, and David would kind of explain. <laughs> funny. Oh, I'd love and to And then everyone that. got it. And I thought, wow, oh, that's oh, so that. cool. David Bowie saying, what is funny about this character? <laughs> 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 I 
I wonder what his favourite characters would have been, Harry. What do you, yeah, what do you what imagine you would be? What do you imagine he would? Uh, oh, I don't you know. know. Gosh, I've never even. Yeah, thought I wonder. Of that. Well, what I think he would have got. I think Ted and Ralph. I think he might <laughs> yeah, have really yeah, yeah, liked yeah. Ted and Ralph. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd have loved them. Thank God. you. Would he have got the surgeons? He might. I don't know if that was the right. Yeah, I'm not sure Tim got that joke. What? No, Ted and Ralph isn't get Harry. that joke. You, yeah. you were so different. I was, I was thinking about <laughs> I don't think you got the joke. I didn't know. I, 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 got the other day. I got the other day. Um, <laughs> I thought you said he would have loved Ted and Ralph. I've Sorry, never, yeah. I've never watched any of, of Harry's work. Terrible. Thing, so. <laughs> quite rightly. Um, thing the other day, usually, <laughs> quite often I get people saying, oh, fast show, mate, love it. And I just go, thanks, you know, and just take the glory. Yeah. And the other day I was queuing somewhere, you know, for a drink in press or something. And this guy said, just got to say, mate, a fast show. And <laughs> stupidly, I went, uh, thanks, but I wasn't in it. Yeah. And he went, yeah, you were. And I said, no, nah, I wasn't. He went, well, I like your work anyway. <laughs> and he <laughs> looked mortified. Yeah, and then we had to queue for another sort of four oh, or five God, minutes. That sounds very, very oh. I'm glad I never met David Bowie. No, I did meet him. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I've told the story many times on this show. Yeah. But, uh, I was on Jonathan Ross's radio show and he was the next guest and I went through into the next uh, into the control room where David Bowie was and I didn't know what to say and David Bowie said, hello, David. Really? And I came in my pants. I always say that. <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, and, but, I, I mean, just him knowing who I was, although yeah. I had just done an interview with Jonathan Ross in which Jonathan had said my name a couple of times, so, oh, so we're not yeah. sure. But I think because I did hear later on that he definitely was a comedy fan and used to get... DVDs yeah. and well, you DVDs. can tell that from the sort of Anthony Newley style. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah definitely. Style but he had a thing about we've said many times before because he tried to be funny, <laughs> David Bowie, quite often, you mm. know. And well, actually, I have uh, a, I have a thing oh, for that. He I'm might have thought I was a tosser though if I'd met him. He so wouldn't I'm have quite thought glad that, he Harry. didn't. You're not. You're lovely. But, he might but, have but, thought that, but he might have done. If you, what is the thing you want? Here's the thing I want to show you, which is just happens to bear on that, which is Franz Ferdinand talking about when Bowie came backstage once and tried to be funny. Do you mean the band? Franz Ferdinand, the band. Yeah, no, not, okay. not, the, not the Archduke. Um, not the Archduke right, right. shot yeah. person. <laughs> you know, like, he also yeah. wanted to kind of like break the ice a wee bit and kind of like make things a wee bit less awkward. So uh, he kind of like sort of went, oh, hello, hello, everyone. The first thing he did was like, he kind of did an impersonation of somebody. And like, I, I, can't, voice. I, I can't even remember what he would do. So like, he said, who's, who, who's this then? He kind of went like, hello, Franz Ferdinand. We had no idea. Like, they really bad at it. It was, it was, it was, it was just like a, a so, so, it was so weird. Like kind of going from like, it's David Bowie. Like kind of, <laughs> it's David Bowie, and he's kind of doing an impersonation of somebody. And this is so this is freaking me out totally because I have no idea who it's supposed to be. <laughs> and he just kept We're on doing it. At each other going, and like, like, and like, and it was like, kind of, I, I don't know, <laughs> who, who is it? Who, the hell who is, is it? it? And uh, and he was like, like it's. It's Courtney it's from the from yeah. the Dandy Warhols. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's it. I Harry, love do, you do, do you do a Courtney from the Dandy Warhols impression? No, you as, must do. Not as well as David Bowie. <laughs> but, well, apparently, Courtney says a lot. Hello, I yeah. hello, Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. But what I love about but that even story, when impressionists do like really famous people, yes. they go, "Hello, I'm Jeremy Corbyn." Uh, yeah. He didn't do a "Hello, that. I'm Courtney from the Dandy Warhols." Which no, no, he left that out. He just said, "Hello, yeah. Franz, I'm Franz Ferdinand." And then eventually, the bloke from Franz Ferdinand. And who's the one mainly doing yeah. the talking? Says, 
I don't know who is it. Which must have been quite uh, embarrassing. But he's, David Bowie. And he said, well, obviously, it's Courtney oh from the Dandy Warhol. He's experiencing the thing that you've experienced. You can tell in his voice he's meeting a hero, yeah. but he's also just a bit freaked out by yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. Just sort of, here's think, what I um, think's going on. I met Nelson Mandela once. Did you? Oh, yeah. Did you do yeah, your impression then? Thank you do your... for your support. And I just went, no, thank you very much for being free. For <laughs> <laughs> being free? Well, yeah, to meet you or just, just out of prison? just got free. Yeah, prison. just got free. Mm. Did you really say that? I did, yeah. And he looked at me like, oh... Okay, and moved on. It was just like bollocks. You know, so I'm glad I didn't impression. mean Bowie. Obviously, Bowie is a bit higher up in the estimation. But can I just tell you what Mandela. I think is going on in that story? I, I, I could be wrong, but we have this notion that Bowie, despite being one of the most extraordinary people who ever lived and incredibly talented or whatever, that he himself, often when he met people, was a bit awkward and was and his self-esteem was perhaps a bit yeah. not as great as it should Somehow, be considering he's yeah. Bowie. So I think he met Franz Ferdinand, this is 2009, and thought, at some level, maybe subconsciously, yes. how can I get in with Franz Ferdinand? Mm. I know, I'll do an impression of another kind of quite trendy band yes. from the time, a singer from that. Yeah. They'll get that. Obviously, yeah. they know about the dandy Warhols, and I do a yeah, really good impression of Courtney from the... Do you see what I mean? He did a sort of reference that they would understand. But, we'll never know but they didn't. Yeah. Can they, we find... Courtney from the dandy Warhols just, speaking. Just see what... Just see, Harry, see, because you're brilliant at it. Let's hear Courtney from the Dandy Warhols. Oh, I know he is talking about Iggy Pop. There's a lot of reasons for for people to 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 have or or, or need to smoke to smoke grass. So clearly, you could do an impression. Well, I guess I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. it's just a straight sort of slightly <laughs> lazy, cool. slightly stoned American voice. But if but, you but did Bowie lugubrious, lugubrious American yeah. voice? You wouldn't so, think. You wouldn't listen to that though and think. God, that I can't wait Courtney. to do an impression. But he's so not Franz even, Ferdinand. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you might if do... If I ever meet Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. do you remember Delamitri? Yeah, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird thing. Why? Uh, they... Dave was in Delamitri. Yeah. Dave Cummings. Yeah. And uh, this guy I was at school with. Right. So, I mean, Delamitri... Went on to write comedy. I should say Dave Cummings is a comedy writer now. Yeah, but he was in Lloyd Cole and Delamitri. Oh, yeah. And he... Uh, Anyway, I met Delamitri for the first time at my agent's house, Rachel, at the time, Finsbury Park, and he went, oh, this is, you know, whatever they were called. Mm. And the lead singer went, oh, hi, Harry, uh, I hear your mum's a cunt. Oh and I thought, <laughs> OK, uh, I don't know how to take this. No. Yeah. It's, it's been fairly full on. Right, and then That's... Dave explained... He said, don't you remember that party when you were 15? And this is... So I'm now 30. <laughs> wow. But Dave Cummings has his... Irish, his Irish family. Right. And he can tell a story. Right. And he basically told this story where there was a party when I was 15 years old and they, it was fancy dress and you had to come in something your mother didn't like. And I right. hate fancy dress parties, I always have. So I just made a little badge that was that big saying my mum's a cunt and worn that. <laughs> Fantastic. And you've forgotten that. You've forgotten story. that. Yeah, of course I'd forgotten it. You know, <laughs> yeah. why would you? I mean, I was 15. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, yeah, so that was a slightly bizarre, right, how do I take this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's an interesting... A, a it's pop inter star. Yeah. Is this pop star just sort of... Sorry, rock star. Hmm. Is he just being rude? I think or I, is there I, another thing? Uh, no, that would be awful. I think I would go straight into saying, hey, uh, guess who I'm doing? Uh, <laughs> do you know who this yeah. is? That's why I always do that. Yeah, yeah. and your mum isn't a cunt. Can we just make that clear at this stage, just in case anyone's wondering? Or is she? No, she's not. No, okay, she's, well, there we are. Not, she's probably complicated, like all people, right? But yeah, it's not, but not but, a yeah. cunt. Yeah. yeah. Although, did she know about the badge when you were fifteen? No, 
I haven't even told her now. <laughs> well, she listens to this. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, David Bowie, because you know all about him. We know everything about him. I remember, like, a few years ago, seeing an interview with him and he was going, yeah, the internet's the future and I'm just mm. going to put everything online. Mm. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, that's interesting. Did mm. he do that? Well, he's well, super mm, David no, Bowie. No, well, actually, he created a server called Bowie Net. And is that... It's his own, like... You know, like Google type thing. You never get an email from anyone on at BowieNet. Well, that's because it doesn't exist anymore. It it, it didn't work. But he did actually try and create his own own internet empire, Bowie, which was far-sighted of him, but I think you need more than just far-sightedness. Yeah. Money. I mean, which he did have a bit of, but not that amount of money. Oh, he, he must have been a millionaire. Well, he might have been a millionaire. David Bowie, he must have been. Oh, he he those he, records. He, he would have been. Oh, are we talking American no, million or British million there? Because that's oh, different, isn't know. it? He, he, I don't know the difference. But he was. He, he, he loved all the internet and so on. And he did. Yeah, he didn't discover Google. Um, no. Interestingly, Mark Boland set up Ask Jeeves. I don't know if you know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they all had a hand in it. They all, yeah. But, um, yeah. but they. they um, but he does was. Does that but, still exist, Ask Jeeves? I think he does. I think you can. Go on to it, but I think it just um, says, I, I, go on to Google. Harry, now you? you're here, I think I'm going to have to clear up, which I think we have talked about before, but I don't think we've ever completely cleared it up, which is the Peter Gabriel story. My Peter Gabriel story. Now, do you remember this? I remember you being came... on a train with you, yeah. Peter Gabriel coming along. Yes. Now, uh, but it's, it's a complicated story for me and you, Harry, because it involves, and... it involves a, a bit in which I thought you got pissed off. And in fact, when I told the story in stand-up, which you did come and see, you saw yes. Fame, not the musical. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, I'm getting to this bit, and Harry's in the audience, <laughs> and oh, it's going to piss him off. This is right? good. And I spoke to you afterwards, and I couldn't work out whether you were pissed off or not. I don't really you were very nice off. about the show. I know. Yeah. But you were very nice about the show, but it does involve a bit, and I'm going to say this now so that we've cleared it, and this way, where you get a bit done down by Peter Gabriel if you remember yeah. the story. But that's important for the well, story. Tell me the story again. I'm going to tell you the story. I mean, I get much more done down. I was so pissed down. off I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I get more done down. It's a very embarrassing story for me. It's only slightly awkward for you. Are we on the train? We're not on the train yet. Oh. OK, so I've gone skiing with Peter Gabriel, right? Uh, which right. is an incredible thing for me. It's I've spoken. a statement. I've, I've spoken in the past about how, actually, for me, Peter Gabriel was a massive figure, you know, uh, not as big as Bowie, but probably number two yeah. for me yeah. when I was, like, 14, because I was a massive fan of early Genesis and then of his solo work or whatever. I, it and, passed me by all that. OK, well, he'll be pissed off, when he, which is good, because he's about to piss you off. No, he did um, completely pass me by Genesis. There, yeah. were, there were people at school who listened to yeah, no, yeah. I, I, Selling I, England by the Pound. Me? I'm one of those people. All all that sort of... Frog rock. Everything that sounded a bit like trying to be medieval. I love all that. I didn't like it. Brilliant. Uh, So anyway, actually, I forced Tim Higgs... Yeah, yeah, obviously. I forced Tim Higgs to like Genesis, which he didn't for years. He hated Genesis. I've got into it now. And he likes Genesis now. A bit. Not, not, I can't... What do you mean a bit? Now you're you're underplaying it for Harry Enfield, because he said he didn't like them. Stick to your guns. I like Trick of the Tail... Yes, and Wind and Wuthering. And I'm now liking Wind and Wuthering. Which actually is less cool even than the Peter Gabriel thing, because those are the Phil Collins era. Just before you get to it, it's just so tragic, I think, when... When I was young, I was so set in my ways about music. Mm. You know, everything was either right. If you liked... Basically, I wouldn't be in the room with you if you liked Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if I'd known that at that age. Yeah. And I remember there was a girl who I really... She was absolutely beautiful at university, and I found myself back at her flat, and it was, you know, ba-boom, time. Was it? And I saw her record. What, you drum solo? (laughs) (laughs) My heart was going boom, Uh, boom, 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 And I remember seeing she had a Genesis record in her. Yeah. And I thought, no. No, you didn't, really? I did, yeah, yeah. That's mental. I just, like... 
it was like a religious. I mean, there thing. are people who won't have sex with left wing people who have sex with Tories. I felt I read, yes, I read like someone that. doing that. It was they basically like that. No, I read online someone saying she definitely won't have sex with people who are right wing. I won't. I, um, I, I mean, I won't. With, I mean, I would no, if I wasn't. No, I just won't have very sex. happily married. I would have sex with anyone of any political persuasion, <laughs> really? including Nazis. It would wow. be a kind of <laughs> victory for me. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Here's one for. Yeah, here's one right. for my grandparents. Victory stroke <laughs> fetish. Yeah, but um, anyway, I found I mean, I think, so you didn't have sex with a Genesis fan, no, just to be clear. Pathetic, isn't it? Uh, well, I as, literally a, as a Genesis fan, I'm personally offended that you won't have sex with me. Well, but that's <laughs> what you're saying. I did. I did. The I op- will with you, David. <laughs> what I'm saying is now, later in life, you think, yeah, free why was I like that? Yeah. Well, why, well why because did, people felt it was. Why was music? As it happens, as it happens, and I've said this before as well. When I became into liking Genesis, a friend of mine. David Gavrin, who's now in a band called The Sundays and a big musician in his own right, introduced me to Genesis in 1976 when all I wanted to do was like punk rock. And I did really yeah. like punk rock. And it was really confusing for me yeah. that I also liked Genesis. And, I, and for me, I did a thing that I've never done with any information before or since, which is I was in the closet about being a yeah, Genesis, Genesis fan for a yeah. couple of years. No, I and then I realised I can't be in the closet about anything, as you know, about yeah. me. And so therefore I came out with it. And, but for a while I thought, I don't know what to do because of that team thing it's like if you're a punk i'm you so worried about like, it i'll have a friend can i masturbate can, in my room yeah that, and then <laughs> yeah that, that's that well can i say David. in terms didn't of that, have to be worried for that to no happen. i know you just yeah. would yeah just in a sort of reverse of what you've just said harry in terms of the music i've just suddenly had flashed into my mind when i was at university i can picture being in my room with this girl i really really fancied who i really felt was kind of out of my league and so i'm thinking mm. why am i She's very posh and everything. Parents. And here we are in, in the room. In, and, and so I thought, for some reason, I thought the song I would play, I just said, let's put some music on. Her name was Sandra, which doesn't sound very posh. No, right? and also she it sounds really... like it was 1932. <laughs> what, as in? No, people, people who were called Sandra. No, yeah, 70s. No, 70s. No, she's 70s, all right. Well, this is mid-80s. Okay. This is 85. Okay. Okay. Also, you anyway, sure she wasn't very, like a Cleveland kind of lady? Absolutely... David, please don't write something <laughs> set in 1932 <laughs> with people called Sandra. Okay. I won't believe it. Um, and I thought, well, I'm going to put some music on. So I said, you should listen to a track I am really, I really like. And I put on, this is like the least romantic track of the Wild Eye Boy from Free Cloud. Did you? By Bowie, because really? I loved it at the time. Yeah. And it's uh, quite long as well. It's quite long. Is it seven minutes long? And it's about it's yeah. Shall we hear a, a tiny bit of yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's almost. We haven't like, had any music for a while. It's like, it's like a Jesus figure, isn't it? It's one of the most fey David Bowie yeah. songs, isn't it? Yeah, but it's I like, can see you slip sliding away <laughs> to this. Were you slip sliding away to it? Did it? No, work? no, she left. She left she during it. She left at some oh. point. I remember her going off and saying, "We should definitely do this again," or something in a way that. Obviously, she didn't mean it. Did you think she will think I'm a wild-eyed boy from Free Cloud and fall in love with yeah. me? I suppose I just felt. I suppose I was so into it at the time. Yeah. And thought, what an amazing story, and it's a proper story. That did song. she actually leave during the song? I don't think. I, I, so that... long ago, I don't know. But I, what I remember is it going really badly, and I remember thinking I, I was right. She was out of my league. What a ridiculous thing! Why no, did I, don't I even think, think that? You should have thought. Well, she doesn't like David Bowie. Yeah. It, I, she's. I'm not interested. Should have thought. She I, I mean, might have been. Thinking, oh God, boys who play music and want me to listen the yeah. whole way through yes. yeah. are yeah. terrible. I hope it's only two minutes long. This song. Yeah. If, only it was, no, if only it was punk rock. Yeah. Oh, it's, if only it was yeah, the buzzcocks. If it was the buzzcocks, yeah. it'd be no problem. A noise, a noise, or something. It'd be yeah. Very, yeah. very quick, and it would annoy orgasmatic. me. Orgasmatic. If it was orgasmatic yeah. by the buzzcocks, which is about <laughs> masturbation, then bodies by the pistols. Anyway, can I tell my Peter Gabriel story? And I've put myself. So as I say, this includes a bit 
where Harry Enfield might get pissed off. But he has right, heard the story before, that. even though he's forgotten, because <laughs> uh, he came to see the show in which I told the story. Yeah. So it begins totally not, not. So it begins with I'm skiing with Peter Gabriel, which, by the way, was an extraordinary thing. <laughs> like totally. Get on with the story. Okay. Yeah. No. It's, it's important you know that because okay. I was very, very excited to be skiing with Peter Gabriel, but I was also quite, still quite nervous of saying anything to Peter Gabriel. And at one point, I'm on a ski lift, just me and him. Right. And he started asking me about Morwenna Banks, who you may know is my partner, yep. now actually wife. And uh, so he started asking me about her, because he's a bit of a comedy fan as well. Uh, and, I, and, and I said, oh, uh, she was doing your show. She was doing the first mm. series of Harry and Paul. Mm. Um, and he said, and this is a bit you, that, that is important and that I'm going to get through, he said, oh, Harry Enfield, what happened to him? Right, yeah. and that's because you had gone away for a little bit, and you hadn't mm. done anything for a while, mm. and you, you know, and then you'd come back to do Harry and Paul. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, he did. He's been doing loads of things." I said he went to Sky and did a show there, and then I said he did a show called Celeb on the BBC, oh, yeah. and then I said which was about a faded rock star, in fact. And then I thought, fuck, why am I said in <laughs> fact? Because the words in fact make that sound like, yeah, yeah. like you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you, Peter, you'll be interested in this show about a faded rock star because yeah. you're a faded to rock star. bring it round full yeah. circle, yeah. It's, it's about a faded rock star. star. And honestly, it was awful. I saw his eyes oh, wow. just slightly quiver. Yes. And then I just started talking wildly about your show, Celeb, yeah. which I'd seen, I think, once, yeah, just we... to put some distance between yes. the words in fact and the rest of my life yeah. right? I said oh I, you know it was on Why? BBC and, he, and he, he lived in a big country and house and blah 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 yeah. anyway yeah. the key element to, to this the reason I'm bringing it up partly is then I did Skins if you remember yes and in Skins, uh, the, the teenage show, I was having an affair with Morwenna Banks, who was in Skins, who was married to Harry Enfield's character. I remember, yeah. yeah. As far as I remember, I was meant to be quite a big character in Skins, and I think you killed it, Harry, as far as I remember as well. Yes, I you did. You decided, I, did. I, I don't want do David to do this show, and you killed no, it. No, I didn't want to do any more. <laughs> you didn't want to do any more. But okay. weren't you golfing or something? No, no, we were meant to be golfing. That didn't happen. Yes. I remember being phoned up. suddenly there was a whole golf link, which is all to do with your wow. Well, that's true. There, wasn't, yeah. there was a golf link as well. But mm. let me just finish. I did, uh, uh, in the end, only two episodes mm. of Skins because Harry decided he didn't want to work with me. Uh, and then we got on a... Tra- but we got on a train back from Bristol where it's filmed, me and Harry. And this is sort of unbelievable. How could this actually happen? But Peter Gabriel, I think at Bath, where he lives, got on the train. Wow. And came and sat with us. Oh my god! Right, so that's okay for a little while. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. okay for a little while. Wow. Uh, but then Peter Cable gets off, and you won't remember this, I don't think. But I told you that story that I've just told, and then yeah. I thought. Oh no! As I told it, oh no! It's backfired again. I've pissed Harry Enfield <laughs> off now because of the bit where Peter Gabriel says, "Whatever happened to Harry Enfield?" Now you may not have been pissed off at no, all, I, but I felt, oh no! Now I've pissed David, off. I can't believe that else. I would ever be. You would think I'd be pissed off with that. I get that about hundred times a day. <laughs> yeah, but literally from everyone Peter in the Gabriel. street says, "What's happened to you?" <laughs> and when we were doing Harry and Paul, just about the only person who was watching it was David Bowie, I think, <laughs> because. Most well, I'm glad people we sorted say, that out. What's happened to you? I'm glad we sorted Where that out. Where have you been the last? Can I say years? though? I don't want you not to be pissed off in a way because when oh, I did okay. that in stand up, I have in, to be in, pissed in, off in Fame, not the musical. I think I was no, probably pissed off that you think I have an ego like that. Oh uh, right, that you were portraying yes. me as someone. Right. Well, we all would... have egos, Harry. We're performers. Yes, but I don't like to think I'm vain. I mean, my ego has to be able to deal with the many, many people yeah, who say what's happened to you, and yeah. they go, "Oh, I'm doing a show." <laughs> I say, okay, do you, I mean, do you ever see Paul Whitehouse anymore? 
Yes, I'm doing a show with him on television at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I had for the years yeah. with Harry and Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, fair enough. But that's totally fair I enough. I like but the fact that The you reason get... I need it, I need Harry to be a bit pissed off, yeah. is that when I told it in stand-up, I would get a lot of laughs with the Peter Gabriel bit, then I would get a big laugh as well by saying, and then I realised I'd pissed off Harry Enfield <laughs> because of the bit yes. in which I had to say, you know, whatever happened <laughs> to Harry Enfield. That's what I like about that. You kept telling it to the two people you couldn't, shouldn't tell it to. <laughs> yeah. It's like you kept Keep on them telling it. Just... Keep on telling it. <laughs> and of course, because I wasn't a Offended. No, I, no, I think it's, well, it's amusing, but then I forget it. Yeah, the story. exactly. No, you and then David has to tell me again. I'll tell you again next time <laughs> you're on the but show. Harry, you, we, you've met. So we've talked about the Beatles, and I don't know, as in you and I talked about the Beatles mm. before. I don't know if you ever met any of those guys, but you obviously met. Mm. You've met lots of big pop stars, rock stars. The who, last. You, you, man who saw me naked was Paul McCartney. What? Oh my God! You hang must on, tell no, that hang on story. A minute. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Not on a train again, was it? No, I was in a gym on a Sunday morning. Is it like a gym that celebrities go to? No, I've never well, seen Well, you go celebrity. there and Paul McCartney goes there, so <laughs> no. I think that's true what I just said. <laughs> well, it obviously is, but it, it didn't seem that way. Right. I'd never met another. I'd seen Guy... Um, Garvey? Richie in oh. there. Oh, okay. About okay. 10 years, but I hadn't, other than that. Anyway, it was a Sunday morning. I'd had my shower. I'd thrown the towel away. Mm. What, in a sort of uh, flourish? Like, I don't... I No need for this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's trivial, trivial <laughs> material <laughs> things. There's no one else in the changing room. And it's one of those ones where there's a fingerprint thing to let you in. OK. And it doesn't work very well. Right. And it goes beep, 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 and you hear it there. And I can hear it beeping outside. And, oh, God. So I just open the door. The door opens. This guy comes in and goes, wow, the door's been opened to me by a naked man. <laughs> it was John Paul Lennon. McCartney. Was it really Paul wow. McCartney? How yeah. amazing. And then... Does, do you think he knew who you were? Do you well, must did. We had actually... We've met a few times. Whatever happened to you, uh, Harry? Did he say he, that? <laughs> and then I went, oh, hello, bro. And he went, oh, hi, how are you? And, of course, I didn't have a towel. No, you were naked. But And I was in front of a beetle. Yeah. And yeah. 
I had to sort of stand Did there. You stand? I, should I say couldn't for put listeners. my hands in front of my bits because that yeah. would have been Well, I should uncool. say for listeners, Harry just put his arms by his sides yeah. in a yeah. very, like, I didn't cover my genitals. Well, that way. would be uncool, wouldn't well, it? Well, I must admit, yeah, if yeah. you had covered your genitals... But I have to say, we stared in each other's eyes and we talked about how we were in the gym on Sunday morning for uh, a tiny just, bit. Just, just before you move on mm-hmm. from it, I think that's a really interesting thing that you've raised there, sort of comically in a way, which is if you're in the gym and someone comes in who you know or whatever yeah. and you're talking to them and you're naked... Do you cover your genitals, or does that say to them, you're going to be looking at my genitals? Yeah, it's, and it's, so, therefore, I have to stand with my arms on my hips to very clearly say, I don't mind I, yeah. whether or not you look at my genitals. I think you have to keep locked up. Paul yes. McCartney <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, like, you say that to, out loud as well, would be good. I don't care if you look the at thing my is genitals. You can't stand with your hands in front of your genitals in front of a beetle. That's what, all I thought. What can you do? Yeah, I think the Beatles and the Beatles saw it. I think they were so they've done everything right. They're not going to be phased yeah. by anything they see. I so. got well. I have you seen Harry's genitals? <laughs> I mean, true. to be honest. Yeah, well, they do a lot actually. Actually, it's not true. People see me naked every day at Hampstead Ponds where yeah. I go and swim, and you have to change. But do you go there every day? Every day. Yeah. Oh, I might meet you there because I live there. What time do you go? I shouldn't say that. People will be. I go before my show in the evening. An important show I'm doing. <laughs> an important play you're doing. We're doing a very important <laughs> contribution to the theatre. Really? And it's important for you to be naked before that, isn't it? Yes, it to, is. To get I don't have a swim and then I kind of... It's so interesting. Hamster Ponds are brilliant because it's... There's a lot of gay people in tiny little thongs and studs and things and there's a lot of Orthodox Jews because the pools are... Sounds perfect for me. The pools it's are um, <laughs> segregated. It's the only public pools that are segregated, I think. Segregated for men and women or men Jews and, women. and gays? Jews and gays. <laughs> yeah. Men and women. It's the last so you see people <laughs> of an old tradition. Yeah. But you see these sort of... It is bizarre, the changing area, because you see people literally in 19th century long johns changing next to tiny little that is, studies. I might have to studies. go. Should I meet you there? I mean, not in a yes, kind of romantic way. Yeah, just, you just, can do. Yeah. Okay, no, I've got a gay friend who I quite often... Well done. Well, I, you said that, <laughs> I'm quite proud. <laughs> I see him in the water and he goes, Hazreen. That's his gay name for me. Hazreen? Hazreen Beauty Queen is a gay name. <laughs> How lovely. Yeah. Or when he's feeling... Is he a real gay person or a comedy gay person? Because <laughs> well, that sounds absurd. He actually calls me has been now. Uh, so. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we like to deal in the minutiae, Harry. So just going mm. back to that, what did, what did you actually talk to Paul about when you were naked? Bob? I think we remember? talked about going to the gym on Sunday Oh, it was just about, OK, it wasn't, yeah. No, we didn't. And did you I met... didn't say... So where did you get the inspiration I know, for? but that's... Did, did, he, did he change? We... Did he get naked? No, we just talked no, very briefly. Have, but presumably he would be being changed. He would be changing to go to the gym. Literally, we had little tiny thing and then I went and changed and yeah, okay. I think um, you never saw his cock uh, that's I, what you're saying I, no I never, never saw, saw his cock <laughs> but do you know what but I, I did I've had two like that's kind of there was I've got this friend Tip just yeah. another she was staying in my house in Primrose Hill in about 91 or something and my accountant Stanley had rung four times that day and left answer phone messages saying what? where's your VAT I oh, need right. your VAT yeah so the phone it's the goes, glamorous life of the celebrity of yeah, the 90s, isn't it? And I hadn't done it, and I wasn't, you know, and he said, it's the end of the month. Phone goes, I say, Tip, can you get it? Just say I'm out, because it'll be Stanley. <laughs> right. yeah. She answers the phone and goes, no, I'm sorry, he's out at the moment. Can I take a message? Oh. Uh. And then she wrote this thing down. I thought, what the fuck's happening there? You know, she put the phone down. I said, what? She said, 
It was George Harrison. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you, who you knew well? ask you to do your BAT? I'd never met him. <laughs> Stanley, Stanley's, Stanley's asked me to ring you. <laughs> I have never met him. Taxman. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, tax always very hot on that. But what, but, but you knew George No, well. I hadn't met him then. What was he ringing you about? Did you never call him back? He was ringing. No, I went... And had about five cigarettes in the garden, going round and round the garden. Yeah. Got to call George Harrison. Yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> got to call George Harrison. By the time you phoned him, you were completely out of and breath. Hi, oh, hey, uh, sorry, I got your number off someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, would you like to come to a party? Yes, please. Oh, <laughs> to really? a party. He invited yeah. you to a party? Yeah, yeah. And it, At his house in, in the country? Was yeah, it? yeah. What was it like? Lovely, yeah. It was wow. full of uh, quite cool people. And very nerdy people. Yeah, yeah. And all the nerdy people were members of the George Formby Appreciation Society. Right. The George Formby, mm. not the George Harrison. No, George Formby. Okay, why were they there? Is he because a big George Formby fan? George yeah, Formby he was a big George Formby fan. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so is and Frank Skinner. At some George point Formby in fan. the evening, they all played a George Formby song, a song together on the ukulele. Yeah. George played it as well. Yeah. Wow, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, it's what was really it? Nice. Was it when I'm cleaning windows? Basically, people who looked exactly like Tim. Yeah. Yeah. And George good, Harrison good just playing away together. Was it When I'm Cleaning Windows? Do you remember? I can't remember. Um, can you name another George Formby Yes, song? I can. Uh, why don't women like men like that? Why don't women like me? Uh, and the Do reason I bring that up mm. is... Why don't right, women I, like I, men I, like me? That's right. That's how it goes. <laughs> it's it bound to have gone yeah, like that. Gone, <laughs> but it does go like I want to play a bit of it. Okay. Right? And the reason I want to play a bit of it is maybe you can guess this. There was a documentary about a particular pop rock star who we've talked about on the show before, and they began the documentary with, with this, this song. Yeah. Okay. Now, now listen to it and see if you can guess who it is. Now I know fellas worse than me, bow-legged and boss-eyed Walking out with lovely women clinging to their side Now with women like them, like men like those Why don't women like me? Look at Empress Josephine Okay, so if women like men, like men like those, why don't it's women like me? It's not a big step to then murdering women, is it? It's a sort of slightly psycho. Well, that what probably have helps. I done, what have I done wrong? That probably helps to me? guess who it is. Oh. Who is the pop star that a documentary began with that song? It's not George Formby. It's not Morrissey. It is Morrissey. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking because that's yeah. the one northern sort of connection. Yeah. yeah. And I think I always thought what a brilliant way of starting yeah, a documentary yeah, yeah. on Morrissey because yes. that could so be a Morrissey lyric. Yes. I think in every respect. Can I say that this. Women like men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what? men like me. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they like me? Yeah. Uh, it, begins, it begins with the line, I'm not very handsome. Now I know I'm not handsome. No good Luke Shaw. No, I know I'm not handsome. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it. as you can tell, Morrissey has walked into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. and Harry has left. Yeah. Can I segue oh, into the worst ever? I don't know if you know this, Harry. I worst was ever. Be- well, we'll do a jo- but the worst ever Beatles cover because okay. my son Otis has been getting into the Beatles. He's been watching Help, watching yeah. Yellow Submarine, Hard Days Night. They're all you know in their own way wonderful films. There is a sort of Beatles film which had nothing to do with them, which came out in the seventies. Do you know what I'm referring to? A bit of film about the Beatles. Yeah, about, based on one of their albums, which was done no, by the B, the Bee Gees. Did it? Oh, it was yeah. Sergeant Pepper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they did a film called Sergeant Pepper. They did a film called Sergeant Pepper, and it's awful beyond awful. Well, it sounds great. And Who I produced remember, it? It was Robert Stigwood, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, he did everything with the Bee Gees. Yeah. So it's got uh, Harry. Harry's doing a face that means I know about Robert. Okay. Stigwood. Well, let's do, let's do your Robert. I'll tell you. I'll play a snatch of. Okay. I mean, there's, you can take your pick. It's so yeah. bad. There's Peter Frampton's in it. Yeah. A, okay. Peter Frampton, is, a friend of da- school friend of David Bowie. Peter Frampton, who was exactly so. 
But this is Steve Martin. So Steve Martin, okay. who's a you know comedy legend, doing Maxwell Silverhammer. Oh wow! Joe was quizzical, studied pathophysical science in the home. I think that probably is the worst Beatles cover ever. I think yeah, there's another it. one with yeah. um, "She Wants," uh, "I Want You," you know, from, from yeah. Abbey Road. They have it, and it's all spoken. It's the manager is basically trying to persuade them to join them, and he says, "I want you." Oh, it's like I a jukebox all... musical. Yeah, it's just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. But that's interesting dreadful. in a way because I thought the idea for the jukebox musical sort of came with Mamma Mia. Uh, I didn't think that there were they actually no, anyone no, no, had yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. of using yes. songs to tell a story like that. Seventy-eight, before. and it upsets me. One because Steve Martin, I sort of love or love, but and he, it's just terrible. And the Beatles, it's just quite how they got. Do the to Bee Gees that point. do do some Beatles? Bee Gees songs. do the music. They do, um, yeah, they do lots. But are they, of, is that shit as well? Because I like the Bee Gees. Yeah, it's pretty bad because it's slightly. It's like, oh, everyone's lost. The Beatles are lost in the seventies, aren't they? They're not cool, and so yeah. they're slightly disco it. They slightly soul yeah. it up. It's just not. They're just. Yeah. Sort of ruin it. When I heard that Harry was going to be on this show, I was very happy and excited. But it made me start to wonder about like who would be the absolute best guest we could have on this show. Harry, and, well, apart from Harry, right. because then I started to think like quite a lot of the best guests that we might want to have, they're dead. Mm. Like you know, obviously yes. Bowie would be the number one yes. best guest. He's yes. dead. Lou Reed. Yes. Have you dead. had Peter Gabriel on? We haven't had Peter Gabriel. on. I would say my impression of Peter Gabriel. Can you do one? No, <laughs> but my impression of him <laughs> was. He didn't talk very loudly because he was yeah. used to people coming up and yeah. He's a bit of a soft talker. listening to his every word. He is quite yes. soft, not talker. being able to get enough. Yeah, and I remember being on that train, and he was <laughs> expecting us to go close and you know write yes. down, make notes. I think to be fair to, to be fair to him, I think he's just he's quite a gentle person as yeah. well. So yeah, he just no, speaks I think very I'm, quietly. Uh, that was a wrong thing to say. Yeah, do you but, want uh, one, one other pop star? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, Harry. Yeah. yeah. Celebrity, uh, whatever you call it, phone call thing. Yeah, so I'm in my office and the phone mm. goes one day. It's Harry Enfield. Yeah. All right, mate, it's Robert Plant here. <laughs> I'm looking out my window and I can see your drain is clogged and there's water <laughs> flooding down the sub front of your house. <laughs> well, thank you, Robert. I guess I'm around. I said, put the phone down. I thought, when I was 15, <laughs> if I had known. <laughs> so he was your neighbour? Yeah, he in was, Primrose yeah. Hill. Well, he was. I didn't actually live there. It was a place I I had and rented. Okay, but did you see? Did you see him coming out of his house a lot, naked to the waist down? Uh, no, he did uh, naked. One day he ran naked down uh, Parkway because <laughs> I sent him to the Dublin Castle to see Let's Zap. Did you? Did you? I God, did. I wonder what he made. No. Of, did he go? I said, well, they're on round the corner, Robert. If that you want to go, amazing. You really, you really told Robert Plant to go and see Let's Zap. I said they're on tonight. If you fancy seeing them, yeah. and uh, he rang me the next day and left a message, just saying, "Ali, I went in and I saw me, and May saw me, <laughs> and I ran out and ran naked down Parkway." <laughs> May saw that May is, is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Apparently, brilliant. and the girl I knew who was going, Claire, and she said the band they were playing. Then they saw him. And they all stopped and just went, "Sorry." <laughs> that is brilliant. God, that must be so extraordinary and weird. I've yeah. seen, just in terms of me being a Genesis fan, I have three times seen the musical box, which is the Genesis tribute band. And the incredible thing, don't look at me like that, still no. hates me because they're like Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. But the musical box... I want to bash you up. No, but they're really <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> but they're extraordinary <laughs> because 
what they do is they don't just do like if you go and see the Australian Pink Floyd, they'll just do all the hits or whatever. Right. But the musical box, who are sort of artists from Canada, they will recreate note for note and slide for slide the nineteen seventy three Genesis selling them by the pound tour or the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway wow. tour with all the costumes and all the in in uh, between song banter mm, mm. like an absolute recreation of it wow. and you know what they pack out they they, yeah, they sell out the Albert yeah. Hall like five times really? yes. and I've seen them three times and I think Peter Gabriel has seen them I think he told me that he's actually been to see them uh, and he didn't run naked down partway afterwards saying no. May sir May it's an interesting thing isn't did it? you get into Zeppelin Harry were you a Zeppelin fan <laughs> no but I, no. I can do it now yeah okay how do you mean? Right, right. You can sing Zeppelin now? Yeah, no, there were songs, I remember, yeah. that were around at the time, so yeah. Houses of the Holy and, yeah, yeah. you know, those things. And I always preferred the uh, <laughs> mm. the whole lot of love that so Zeppelin did to the Ronnie Hazelhurst yeah. Top really? version. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a cool, yeah. cool. Did Ronnie Hazelhurst actually do a version? I don't know, but, you know, well, the Top of the Pops theme tune. The Pops you know, theme tune version. With yeah. the jazz. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That must have been Ronnie Hazelhurst. It I think it probably was. I remember your friend... George. I once was in the gym and Ronnie Hazelhurst came in naked. Really? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Here we have... This is, this is the Top of the Pops. Well, actually, is this the Top of the Pops? You know what? I don't it's think it's kind that's... of an early version of sampling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's an yeah. interesting thing. It's not Ronnie Hazelhurst. It's okay. CCS, who are, who are the Collective Consciousness Society, and they oh. were led by the blues guitarist Alexis Corner. Oh, really? So it's oh. actually quite cool, okay. that oh, okay. version. It's not. Yeah. It's probably, it wasn't so cool then, I suppose. You know, he was listening to it now. Yeah, you think that's good? I think it's probably better than the Led <laughs> It's better version. than the Zeppelin's <laughs> version. I remember reading about your friend George Harrison going to see Zeppelin, because Zeppelin was such a big thing, and, and he, he loved oh, them. We're, we're, One more. George Harrison story, which I thought was really sweet, mm. was well. Sometime I was up there, and there was a. It was his birthday. It had just been his birthday, right. and he said, and you know, he had all these old cars, and yeah, yeah, he was big into all way under the lake and all this. And he said, "Guess what I got for my birth? Guess what Olivia gave me for my birthday?" And he went, "Dun!" And he lifted up, and it was a key, a single key. Right, it looked like a key for a Ford. It was kind of round. Right, and he said, "She's had all the locks." on all the rooms and all the sheds and all the thing in the whole place changed to this one key. <laughs> really? Because I used to have to walk around like a jailer with this great big thing and now look, I've that's only got brilliant. one key. And I thought, how do you make a beetle happy? Yes, well, that's you amazing. Consolidate all his locks into one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a sweet should... image yeah, no, though, isn't it? Of like, how do you make a beetle that, happy? That is very but sweet. In 1967, he was probably looking for the key yes. in a different way. Now, what, exactly. once, you yeah. know, in the 70s, he just literally wants a key, just to, the key. To, to bring his lock. Well, maybe or maybe all the time, though, if you've got a big place with a lot of garages for your cars. Yeah, you should be we're all the sheds. You would walk around like a jailer. Were all the cars that key as well? I don't know. That would be amazing. They might have been I all the door. Anything that. that George Harrison might, that have, to, might have to put his key into: yeah. cars, doors, other people's houses, yeah, life. Yeah, that key apparently songs. opened them. Songs. Yeah, <laughs> the it was, was actually quite... songs in the key of life. Yeah. It was a key in the song of life. Yeah. The thing I was quite surprised about. I was reading about George at the weekend. He left an estate. He left. He left an estate, or he left an estate. He, well, he left an estate right. of a hundred million pounds, right? Which is obviously a, a huge amount of money, but. Paul McCartney's, I think, always it's sort of about eight hundred million. They always yeah, say but they a they wrote the song. Yeah, I think that's the B. George got ripped off by Dennis right. O'Brien. He also put a lot of money into right. British films that didn't make money. Yes, well, he got ripped off by Dennis O'Brien. That's what happened. I don't know about that, but I suppose I think 
and uh, he, you know, who was the producer, the handmade of handmade film. Yeah. All right. Anyway, and uh, but I suppose you think that's it's a huge amount of money, no question, unbelievable amount of money. Yeah. But it doesn't seem that much, does it? For a being, beetle. For being a beetle. No how way. much do you think? How much do you think Ringo will leave? Well, that's what I was thinking. You know, you're assuming not as much as George, right? Although after the handmade thing and after Dennis O'Brien went yeah. missing, George was down to his last million. Was he? Million? Mm. Do you think? He was, and then CDs. Wow. Oh, and then so that's how he made it back, on CDs? Yeah. Maybe no, that's I, why he got I a key on, for his birthday. I put on uh, Twitter the other like day, you might have seen, well, mm. I, that I consider this to be the best Beatles solo album. Uh, and possibly the best Beatles album. Yes, I yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. the best Beatles it? album. Uh, the George Harrison yeah. early takes yeah. demos. Oh yeah, brilliant, lovely. It's so brilliant. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Awaiting on you all. Yes. Play that off that. All right. It's if fabulous. You open up your heart. See what I mean? Been polluted so long. Here's a way for you to get clean. By chanting the names of the Lord, and you'll be free. The Lord is waiting on you all to awaken and see. By chanting the names of the Lord and you'll be free. The Lord is waiting on you all to awaken and see. I, I wish just, everything I... was operated by just one key. That's what <laughs> I, I would have thought he could have ended on. Well done. <laughs> Very well done, Tim. Uh, I'd like to end by saying tutty bye. Oh, oh Harry's bye, going. Harry. Harry's going. Oh, oh, Harry. It's like Steve right in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming by, Harry. Okay, so I think what we should do now that Harry's gone is say, what a terrible cunt. He's awful, uh, isn't he? What an awful fellow. So rude. No, he's lovely, and it was very nice of yeah, him to turn up and tell him, him tell us an incredible wealth of uh, rock star quizzical stories. So anyway, this is the last talking time for the Moon Boys uh, for this year. Uh, it's no. our first series. No, not it's not. Year. Not this year. For, well, if, <laughs> not you think you of, weird... if you think of the year as ending in the summer, it is. What, because which... you've got weird tax arrangements? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, there's no way that the year ends in the summer. No, indeed. Well, I think of myself as at school still. Right. So in that okay. sense, it does. End, yeah, OK. We've broken up. Yeah. For, We've yeah, broken yeah. up for the summer. So it's yeah. the last one of this term. Yeah. We're going to be on holiday for a bit and then come back and do more in September. Yeah. Um, so I promised you this. Uh, it's not a David Bowie thing, uh, but then again... That doesn't matter. That's okay. It's still brilliant. It's, it's a whole lot of love. We're going to play the guitar mm. solo. I don't know why I'm pretending. I'm not going to say what it is. I don't know why I was doing that. I was sort of hoping to not introduce yeah, it. No, no, and now I have introduced it. But now I want to say something is. else about it, which is right. if I've got the lyrics up here, which are yeah. at this point, R, 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 love, yeah. love. Yeah. And in a way, I want to think of that as what Robert Plant was doing as he was running back up Parkway, <laughs> having seen Let's Zep. <laughs> He moved on, didn't he, from I Want a Beetle for Christmas? Yeah, of course. We were there at the beginning with Jimmy, weren't we? <laughs> Just because we could go on a Bowie thing. If you bring that, give me back the... Lead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to play you what I think... I think this is the best guitar moment oh, right. in Bowie. It's Mick Ronson playing it, I think. Although, okay. although someone we often talk about okay, played it as well. Prettiest star. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. That. Beautiful. Written by Mark Bolan. The song is written by Mark Bolan. Uh, he wrote the lick 
one of the best ways to think about it, I always think, is that it's electric. Yeah. You know, it's like it feels exciting that they electrified guitars yes. at yes. that time. Yes, absolutely. Because that's what you feel, whereas yeah. now... Yeah. So, um, but in the end, Boland did that riff, but Bowie ultimately said to him, as he always often was, you know, in an unromantic way, thanks for goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for goodbye. <laughs> that's what he Please said. Please get the quote right. That's what he said. He never said thanks for goodbye. I think they were friends, so it was more informal. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for goodbye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.